I want this pod. I want this podcast to be mainly about you. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> <is> my episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get it. You know, I'll sleep. On this. <laughs> Let me get the right thumbnail here. real quick. I'll, I'll Just I'll get out of the frame. I'll get the I'll thumbnail real quick. I'll just yeah, I'll turn this into an ASMR channel. Place there we go. Oh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, cool. I'll see All right, you guys B- later. Ben's back. He yeah. just went tanning. Um, yeah, Corona put a few pounds on him, but. <laughs> <laughs> for coming on man do you want to introduce yourself because you could probably do a lot better job than i can sure i mean my name is kai i'm a, I'm a photographer videographer aspiring filmmaker basically it that's it <laughs> <laughs> he's also so uh when when i was in high school i just graduated college he just graduated high school um when he came into our school at sixth grade i was his mentor as a what's that 10th grade yeah <laughs> four plus four um so i was his mentor and basically i've gotten to see you grow up and um you know do your photography thing which i'm interested in photography and videography so it's been really cool seeing that and yeah he's taller than me now he used to be like yay hi <laughs> that's not saying much <laughs> that's true but i mean there was a there was it was funny just like meeting up with you he's done a couple like photo shoots for me and uh video shoots we shot a video together and uh, just going, going, meeting up with you and being like, damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, do you want to like, you know, talk a little bit about um, what you're doing and kind of, you know, you, you at lunch, we were talking a little bit about your goals and like where you want to take it and kind of figuring out your path. Do you want to talk about what that looks like? Yeah, is? sure. I mean, recently just, uh, just been doing a lot of freelance stuff, you know, like getting, uh, getting uh, calls from from people I know like, hey, I've, I've got this idea, I kind of want this video made for my business, or maybe it's just like a personal shoot, like someone wants their, their pictures taken. So people that I know through school or, or my parents and, and work and stuff like that, I've been doing freelance for them, but yeah. you know, the goal is like, I, I hope to one day be like a film director. So um, kind of working towards that with school and everything, I'm gonna be majoring in, in film production, so. That'll hopefully put me on that track. Yeah, guys, keep an eye out. You'll see a, a movie that says filmed by, <laughs> yeah. or directed by Kai Hayakawa. Give it yeah. like 10 years, eh, five, 10 years Yeah, that's so. <laughs> um, and I've always wondered this because, so our school, there's no photography classes, no right. videography. Um, great school, don't get me wrong. I, at least in my opinion. I'd love to hear your thoughts about our school, but loved our school just too liberal artsy for me right um especially coming from a kid who was closeted just working on a youtube channel um the entirety of my senior year basically uh you know how did you like how do you even stumble upon videography and film and choosing that path because i mean our school definitely did not right open up and like what would you because i'm I'm sure there are people listening to this who are like i don't know what the heck i'm doing you know you're very you know you kind of know exactly what you want to do you know what you're passionate about um can't say that was the same for me going to college. Right. So. Yeah. I, I'm really lucky that I know what I want to do when I'm going into college because I feel like a lot of my friends, they're like, dude, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I, I could go this direction or this direction kind of sounds good, but I'm not like passionate about it. But I'm really lucky to like know my passion right away. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I had been doing these summer camps at ASU. They're called ID Tech Camps. Okay. And for the past like couple years before, I think it was before 10th grade. I had been going to them like every single year, but I was going to them to learn programming. 
So like C plus plus Java game design that kind of stuff. I was okay. I thought I wanted to be like a game programmer, right? Lots of money in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then um, one of the years I, I saw there was a class for um, digital movie production and YouTube editing, like kind of making a YouTube channel, making little like videos for that, and I was like, that sounds cool. I I'd, I'd want to have a YouTube channel. Like, yeah. Who doesn't? YouTube, yeah, watching YouTube <laughs> all the time. I was like, that sounds fun. I could do that. Um, and when I when I took it, I like fell in love with it more than I ever could have expected. I I got upset at the like like instructors at the camp because they wouldn't let me sit and edit for long enough because I was just <laughs> lost in it and I just kept going for hours and didn't even know it was lunchtime by the time I was like two p.m. I was like, oh well, I, I didn't even know I was starving until like someone pulled me away from the computer editing. But like ever since then, it's been like. I got my first camera, I got, I made my first YouTube videos, I was just so obsessed with it. Learning everything I could from YouTube, of course, because what better place is this? Yeah, dude, learn? YouTube, you can learn anything, everything is a Google search away right. right now, and that is probably one of the most phenomenal things. It's amazing, yeah. That exists. And and I, I love, I, I, can, I always tell people, like, go and find that thing that makes you forget that you need to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, like that is just just lose hours in it and that's just a great like that's that's it was surprising because i i i didn't think that i was that like into it until like i realized like i need to i need a camera i need to get a computer to edit stuff like it was just crazy how, how that revelation just kind of happens like, and it was literally just you being like right this class sounds kinda, cool. like whatever like sure why not and then yeah it was so it was kind of lucky kind of just chance that 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 happened. No, I mean, I always tell people, man, like you can, like the, the, the way that you find things that interest you is not like, like there's no concrete way to get to it. Like I'm at the place that I was at because, or where I'm at right now, because I like ran a clothing company for a little while. And I, before that was running a YouTube channel and like all those things led up to where I'm at right now. Kind of like, there's no there's no like clear path. You just got to be like, oh, this sounds interesting. Right. Go do it. And that's how you're going to figure out. Because I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, I don't know what to, what I want to do, but it's not like they're actively searching for it, right? Mm -hmm. Versus for you, you were like, oh, I kind of have this interest. I, I mean, imagine if you'd never taken those coding classes, right? right. You'd never heard of this, this uh, you know, uh, becoming, you know, make YouTube videos like type of class right. and been able to try it out. Yeah. And what grade were you in, did you say? Uh, I think I was in ninth grade it was or maybe the summer before ninth grade when i took that class gotcha 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 yeah. that's that's amazing so I, so it's like surprisingly recent like in the in the grand scheme of things it's only been i've only been doing this for like four years mm -hmm. but like the amount of stuff that i've kind of learned and like how i've grown in that just four years of of that kind of yeah we'll talk about that too because you've done i mean you do photo shoots with your friends you've done some with me and some like video work with me and your friends like what um, and, and then also you're doing a little bit of freelance, like kind of talk a little bit about your, cause I mean, a lot of, I see this a lot, especially with photographers is, is they're really big about like, I really only want to do shoots that are like me getting paid or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, how, cause I mean, when I reached out to you and I was like, Hey, like, I'm not really looking to pay, but Hey, let's like right. do something fun kind of thing. And you were so down for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like. When I was first starting out, I didn't even know what I wanted to do with the camera. It was mm. like, I want to make videos, I think, like, what kind of videos do I make? What kind of photos do I take? And it was kind of just like, 
having my friends over, like we, we pull out the camera, we're going to take some photos and kind of just messing around. And then it's like, uh, if, if you like taking a certain kind of photos, like I, I really like doing, um, not like, not like street photography, but kind of like street fashion and like, yeah, we'll go shopping at Goodwill, find like a really cool yeah. like outfit that we want to show oh, off I love and that. then, uh, do a photo shoot with that around sunset. But yeah, it was like, it was just messing around with friends and then kind of getting a lot of practice is, is what that was doing. It was But practice is like everything. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who go and they buy a camera and then they don't actually do anything with it. They yeah. don't learn, you know, <laughs> my favorite is like, girls will do this a lot. They'll go out and they'll buy a, <laughs> a camera and they'll put photographer in their bio oh, yeah. and they might take it to take a couple pictures of their friends, but then you really talk to them and they're like, they don't know how to use the the, the settings. They're right. shooting on auto. They don't know. They don't understand like really the art right. behind taking a good photo and making a great video. Um, and it's just like some people just don't. They they like the idea of it, but they don't. They don't like the the process of like what kind of photos do I like taking? What kind of videos do I like making? Should I make you know you did uh, like video tutorials on uh, or not tutorials like video reviews about your camera equipment? Yeah. Um, you've done a couple of like skits and whatnot you can talk a little bit about your gcu video because that's literally my favorite video yeah, you've ever you, made. you should link that with this. yes oh yeah if I, you're if you're watching this on youtube it'll be linked below he has this phenomenal and if you're if you haven't checked it out where could they find it other than what my, do they search on my youtube channel it's called a video about kai so my, my youtube is just kai hi Kai first and last and then yeah it should be the top video because it's like gotten so many more views than all my other ones it's a great it's because it, it was made so well yeah so so well and it's it's just a so he's going to gcu and uh he, you talk about it you can do a lot more justice I mean, <laughs> yeah so well i, I honestly I, i'd like to talk about like kind of the story of of that video if, yeah if, do it if you haven't seen it go watch it now that's your cue now but basically that video which is like my favorite video that i've ever made right uh was made was planned to be shot over the course of a month over four weekends right me and my dad were like coming up with a plan we were like all right we can do this location on this weekend and the next weekend we can do this scene because it was it was kind of ambitious what we were trying to do right um and then we knew because i knew i had a deadline we had planned it out over a month because i knew i had a deadline that was like in december right december 1st or something like that and then like a week before the real deadline, which they, they had just out of the blue, let me know, hey, actually the deadline's a month earlier. It's November 1st and we were like mid-October and I'm like, okay, well, there goes the entire plan. Let's just scrap that. And we we had to shoot in, in one weekend over the course of, I think it was technically three days, but it was like after school Friday, started shooting Saturday, Sunday, and it was like, editing for the next three nights straight like i was just like up for like six hours in the middle of the night editing each night and then pulled it off wednesday thursday turned it in and it was just like the editing too man the editing some people don't understand some of the 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 just the nuances of, oh, of like yeah think and lot, lots of it is like things you don't want people to know like how you did it mm -hmm. like that one trick that you were talking about the like jacket flip like, yep People ask me, how the heck did you do that without like special effects or whatever? And the truth is it's really easy. It's a, it's literally just a cut, but it's like, it kind of gives you the illusion of like, like this kind of magic that oh, like, yeah. happens that I, 
Well, it's funny because like for for you, you're like, oh, it's so easy. Right. But for somebody who's never done it before, it's like the most magical thing ever. And it like sounds True. and looks impossible. I mean, that, and I think that's very evident. So when he turned his video in, um, a lot of the uh, like the people who were like, because this was for a scholarship. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned that. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, this is for a scholarship to GCU for their honors program. Yeah. Yeah. So honors scholarship, which was like uh, ten thousand every year. I think was like the the highest you could get for nice, it. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you're like you were saying. I, I turned it in, and um, I took a, a a campus tour like a couple of weeks after that, and people like that worked there like recognized me from that video because they had, <laughs> they had shared it around with all the, like the people that worked there in missions and stuff because they were just so impressed by it. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, you you said you looked at some of the videos that oh, other yeah. kids submitted because they had to upload it to YouTube. And, you know, some kids are, like, sitting there in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the corner of the room, like, just kind of... Hi, my name's Ben. <laughs> yeah, for five um, minutes. Uh, I I like to do homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, right. When you're making... I mean, guys, I really recommend... Honestly, I might, like, put it into this video, like... The, the actual like your video i might just like shove it in if you're okay with yeah. that um i'll probably put it in if if you or like at least the video Maybe part like a clip of it yeah mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah yeah i'll do that because then i want people to click on the link but yeah. if you're listening to the audio section of this like go go take a look at it because i mean this man put a lot of time <laughs> effort it, it's a phenomenal video and it really shows too like the like what you can do with with video editing yeah. um and it's just so i mean it, it's hard but it's also kind of still the baseline like if you're going to be directing right. movies and totally. whatnot i mean some of the cgi that they're doing nowadays and yeah. all that stuff is just incredible yeah and like the the cool thing was um uh it was like you could you could uh get awarded for the scholarship like one thousand a year to ten thousand right so then uh, I made a deal with my dad right I was just telling mm -hmm. you this I made a deal with my dad saying like all right the minimum I could win is a thousand dollars so if I'm gonna do this and if I'm gonna do it like right. as I imagine it right like this vision that I have I'm a I asked him for like basically a budget for this like basically short film that mm -hmm. it was I asked him for a budget which was that minimum which was a thousand dollars and uh kind of basically worked from that and, and made the whole thing and so i'm just like if i had an actual budget like can, like the creative side like one of the cool things about about making that was kind of problem solving within constraints like the deadline being moved forward huge problem how do we solve it <laughs> panic and film everything yeah, right? the fact that you put that together <laughs> in a weekend blows my mind dude right so like working with those constraints let me be really creative, but just imagine like not having constraints at all. Like I just wonder what kind of like creative things I would be able to to accomplish. Oh like, yeah, and a thousand dollar budget versus a ten thousand, a hundred thousand. Like right. there's so much that you can. I mean, money just gets you places. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, especially with with that kind of stuff yeah. too. Now, would you you, you want to go into like actually making movies? You don't want to do like um, you know music video production or. I mean, that's that's a good like question I, I i honestly don't know like obviously i feel like the most grand kind of view i have is like yeah hollywood director but like there's a lot of things that come with that that like i probably wouldn't be a fan of you know just mm -hmm. like uh 
um, dealing with actors, or, dealing yeah. with like you know, <laughs> actors and like living in LA and like oh you wouldn't want to live in LA <laughs> no oh dude, my god bro mean? that's one of my like dreams I don't want to live there forever I want to eventually settle down in like a suburb in Minnesota but like <laughs> dude I want to live in LA just for like a two or three years I mean, yeah maybe like at the peak of my career like living there for a couple years maybe but like oh yeah. Long term, no. No, yeah, right, okay, no. okay, okay. I could see that. Like, are you pretty? Are you? In, you're pretty introverted, right? Kind of. I mean, I, it depends. Like, depends on the day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't describe. describe <laughs> Most of the time, I'm extroverted, but it's just like you value your introverted yeah. time. Yeah, gotcha. good balance. No, that's that's a good. I'm I'm kind of like I'm definitely a lot more extroverted than introverted. Oh, for sure, I could yeah get a ton <laughs> of my energy, but I also sometimes I'm just like leave me alone. Yeah, I need to just chill. So yeah, sure, yeah. So no LA, but and you know, but yeah, like music videos. Like one one of the things that I was kind of um, debating was like commercials, like mm-hmm. ads and that kind of stuff. Video ads, like I, that's something I could definitely do. It's something I've kind of done already, like with my freelance stuff. Um, but I kind of learned by like doing that, by getting that experience. I, I'm not a fan of, of kind of the constraints that come with that. Like you're, you're not there really to be creative. You're kind of there to sell a product, which yeah. I'm not a huge fan of, you know? So you, you enjoy kind of being able to like branch out there with your creativeness and do whatever you want versus right. a client telling you, Hey, I need it to be like this, this, yes. Yeah. And like, I'm still all for like, cause like even in Hollywood, it's, it's not like it's, only the like top top tier directors get to do whatever they want with money that's thrown at them right it's usually like all right there's this script a studio wants to make this they'll pull in a director to do that right yeah so it's not like it's usually not like the director's dream project it's Mm -hmm. kind of just like their work that they're being assigned to do so like that's that's still still like kind of good because there's a lot of creative freedom that comes with that yeah but yeah not not kind of like the uh not a huge fan of the business kind of advertising aspect of, of videography. That's what's hard too is turning your passion into a business sometimes takes out the fun of it a little bit in terms of just like now you're not thinking of it as I can do whatever I want. This is for fun. You're turning it into like what do I have to do to make money so I can pay the bills? Yeah, you know and that's saying? that's kind of why um, photography is something I really love doing, but I could never do that as like my job. Cause like it, it, when I, when I take photos of people, like there's so much, there's so much for money, like, right. They pay me yeah. to take their photos. There's so much more pressure and it's like, you got to meet deadlines. You got to like, kind of, it's, it's, it's a business model at that point. And then it's like, it kind of takes some of the fun out of it. So I like to keep photos like as a hobby and then yeah. videos is something that like I can be more, uh. That would make sense. I didn't think about that. Videos, you know, videos, you kind of tell them like, Hey, I need more time for this. Right. Let me do my thing. Yeah. And, and too, there's a lot more people that can take a photo than can make a video because it's a whole, like, you have to be able to record, you have to have the right equipment, you have to, yeah, you have to do true. audio stuff, you have to edit, like, there's a lot more involved, so a lot less experts. Versus, a lot more dimensions yeah. to the, yeah. To the Not as easy to kind of pick up and then learn as uh, taking photos would be. That's true. Photography is fairly, not easy necessarily, but there's, there's a lot more YouTube videos and like, I feel like a lot less that you need to learn with photography, yeah. like photography, you need to just learn how the camera works during manual settings. Mm-hmm. I definitely think you have to have a, like an eye for photography right. You have as to well. know how to compose shots and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've met a lot of people who maybe they could, you know, 
do photo photography of some sort, but there, there's like also you just have to know how to make things look good. Yeah. How to frame, where to put the lines, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know if you have that, it's pretty. You know, after that, it's just like learning Adobe Photoshop yeah, I, and Lightroom and yeah. versus like I think video editing. Like you said, I mean, it's there's the video, there's the audio, there's actually shooting it, there's getting the angles, there's learning the camera. Yeah. And and one of the things too, like that, I don't I don't even know how you kind of learn this or if you can but like one of the things that you were talking about composing is is kind of like just how to make things look good like what angles to use when and there's a lot of youtube videos on how to do that but the cool thing is that some people just kind of naturally have the eye for that Mm -hmm. you know like sometimes my dad will say like how did you think to shoot like from that angle or like how did you come up with like that arrangement of, of things or whatever for a photo and he's like you just have this creative eye that like yeah isn't exactly something you can like learn easily like you can kind of develop it, I think, from from lots of either experience or kind of like inspiration. Yeah. Which is like I think kind of how how I developed it is like looking, following a bunch of photographers, seeing how they do it, how they compose, and yeah, it's kind okay. of subconsciously influences how you do your own work. But it's like you're picking and pulling from different inspirations, so it's kind of your own style at that point. So that's one thing I was gonna I was gonna ask you is like. Do you think you can learn that that eye or like? Because I know for me, a lot of what I do, I don't think I'm a super artistic person by any means, but I think I've just done it so much, and I've also um, taken it upon myself to really like if I want to learn how to do something, I really focus on what are other people doing, mm-hmm. and that's more than just you know what are they saying, what are they whatever. It's like you know when I first start, hopped on TikTok, the first thing I did was like find somebody that I really, really liked and whose content is would be very similar to mine. And I just was like, what angles are they using? Mm-hmm. How are they doing their bits? How are they? So like one thing I notice is, you know, when people are talking to each other on TikTok, it's like you always like face, like it's almost like you're, you're having conversation, right. right? And that's something that a lot of people don't get. And a lot of it is just looking at what other people are doing and what's working um, because those little details can, you know, make the big, biggest difference. If there's an angle that looks weird, other people are going to think it looks weird. They're just going to not going to know that they think it looks weird. Yeah. So do you think like, I mean, I, I, that's, I, do you think that you kind of have an advantage cause you just have naturally that whatever, do you think there's like a, like a learning curve? Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't even know. Cause like before I had taken that class, I hadn't, I thought I was the least artistic person in the world. Right. I like, <laughs> that was my family's yeah. like running guy. He's like. My sister Raven's the like artistic one. I'm like the whatever. Like that's true. That's very true. <laughs> but to be fair, I just do suck at drawing. So it's like that's not, oh, that's too, not my area of expertise. Drawing always pisses me off because I see something in my head and I just can't translate it on <laughs> yeah, paper, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't do what you want to. But that was the nice thing about video editing is like when you see something, it's like you don't you just need to know how the software works. Mm-hmm. Like the software is the hand and it will always do it perfectly if you know what buttons to press. Right. Which is just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it, it, you were saying. Well, yeah, and it really lets you be creative because every aspect then is, is is your own mind and just being able to press keys, right? It's like not to undermine it, but also it's like you're not limited by physical capability of like knowing how your hand is supposed to draw this one certain kind of line yeah. or... Well, I mean, there's also the artistic ability to even see it, like to see the transition in your head or to see the thing that you want to make happen and then actually making it happen. Like some people don't know how to do that Mm -hmm. even. So, yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, um, like even even in my own video, you like you were saying, um, kind of seeing what other people are doing and kind of taking taking that as your into your own kind of knowledge of of the uh, of the medium. Um, that that transition that I did in the in the video. Uh, the jacket one that was like inspired by Casey Neistat doing almost the exact same tradition transition in in his videos that I watch. Like mm -hmm. when I when I started doing YouTube, his videos I almost like just blatantly ripped off. I was like, <laughs> I want to be Casey Neistat. I want to ride around on a skateboard with sunglasses, vlogging. But yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously that, <laughs> that doesn't is he, work. Is he still like who's who's kind of your big inspiration right now? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't, he's barely been posting. So yeah. Not, but, like, when I went through, the, like, the phase of, like, I want to be a YouTuber, that he was definitely the, the biggest one there. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to rip people off, like, kind of thing. It's, it's I mean, I've, excuse me, I, uh, my favorite YouTuber is Justin Escalona. Like, partially because I've been following, you know who that is? I do, I know who that is, yeah. I've been following him for a long time. Like, since he had, like, maybe 7,000 subscribers, and now he has, like, 320,000 and um, my vlogs very much I like think of how I want my vlogs to look like and how I want them to be based off of his yeah. vlogs. I don't think that's a bad thing though because he talks about in his videos, he was like, I, if you look at my vlogs, I was basically a ripoff Casey Neistat too mm -hmm. kind of thing. But he's like, I went from being a ripoff Casey Neistat to figuring out what's my style, what do I like to do, how do I want these to look? And like shaping that, shaping from, okay, I'm a ripoff Casey Neistat. Oh, but I like to do this. And I also like to do this. So slowly you like form your own style. And that's one thing I recommend to everybody is like, people are always like, how do I do this? Where do I start? And I'm like, go find somebody. That's why I tell, tell people when, when I was doing TikTok and stuff a lot, a lot of my friends would be like, I want to do this too. Like, how are you doing it? I was like, literally just go find somebody who's doing it successfully. Don't copy necessarily exactly what their content is, but copy the way they're doing right. it, right? Yeah. The, the you know, whatever it is, whether it's like, oh, hey, they're doing raunchy jokes, do raunchy jokes. Like, are they using these sounds? Try to think of your own ideas to these sounds that you can make. And mm -hmm. um, slowly you kind of branch off to like, you don't need them anymore. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I like doing this. And, you know, I noticed that if I do this, it does like the same thing. And so... Yeah, that's yeah, and that I totally agree with that because um, I just read this book on screenwriting by Blake Snyder. It's I forget what the actual name of it, but the guy's the author is Blake Snyder. He he wrote this book on screenwriting, and, and the thing is, like, he he says when uh, when you're starting off screenwriting, he gives you exact page numbers as to when certain beats should hit. So it's like here's on page this page. That's where the midpoint is on this page. That's where the, like the conclusion is and the climax and that like he'll give you specific pages, which like kind of sounds like, well, it's like if everything's like followed that rule, wouldn't it be like really redundant? But you'd be surprised how many like actual films follow exact formulas. Yeah. But then he said, when you get better, that you you break rules after you know how to use them, right? Because mm -hmm. you know what works. Here's what works, and then when when you've mastered that, you can kind of find your own kind of groove into it and, and your own beats and your own kind of... Yeah, and you can test things out, right? Yeah. See what, what's different. Hold on, let me just restart the camera because it's getting kind of close here. All right, perfect. Oh, cool, nice. cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's uh, it, it's really interesting kind of the way that you were explaining that too because it, it is like, it's somewhat redundant, but it's not like, it's not a it, it's not terrible to be redundant, right? Like, right. like 
there's there's formulas and classes there's you know uh i'm trying to think of like a good like sports analogy right like there are formulas that you need to follow and in like you know when you're first following them like when you're in practice it's a good thing to like practice it practice it practice it but as you master it you can kind of change it up right. you know you can make alterations to it to kind of make it your own mm-hmm. so I don't, i'm trying to think of like a hockey reference but yeah. i can't think of anything <laughs> but, but like even when you uh when you're learning to write an essay they give you a very specific yeah formula. that's a perfect yeah. one yeah that's one thing is like you they, they you stick with that formula until you've completely mastered it and almost like run it dry it's like okay this formula is so boring like i don't want to do this anymore then that's where you can like branch out and be like you know what? Why don't I? Why don't I try this instead? Like this is completely different. But then it ends up working because you know you've mastered the basics. You've mastered the formula that already works easily, mm-hmm. and then you've been able to make something else that's your own. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and the thing too is like the formulas are important, right? Like there's a reason why they work. Right. Kind of. So it's good to learn not only like how to do it, but why it works, and mm-hmm. then you can apply that to in different. Like uh, think. Uh, one of my mentors was teaching us about like crises points in movies. There's always kind of like this climax crises point that like puts everybody who's watching it into like their biggest emotional state. Yeah. And that's important to do in like a movie or honestly like in anything. Like if you're making content on the internet, you need to have like a crises point that kind of, whether it's, you know, uh, making somebody laugh or, you know, just something that raises people's emotions. Yeah. So... Um, I don't know what, what, what were we even talking about before that? Cause I, I know there was something that you were about to say and I cut you off and you didn't get to finish it. I don't think. Oh no. Always, <laughs> dude, and then I forget. <laughs> that all the time. No, you're good. You're good. And we can kind of switch over to it, to a new topic too. I kind of want to, cause I asked you a little bit, what do you think of like our school? We don't have to name what the name of the school oh, was, yeah. but, um, what did you think of our like kind of liberal arts school? Cause it's funny talking to, um, even like my, my past classmates or um, even some of the teachers, I keep in contact with some of the teachers mm-hmm. and uh, just hearing kind of their thoughts and their perspectives of how the school was run. We went to this very liberal arts, wear a uniform type of school. And um, I think the education was way better than anything that you'd get in Arizona, sure. but it definitely put me in a box, I feel like. Yeah. And I think, I honestly think that part of that uh, is why I was so inspired to kind of like do my my filmmaking and my video creating like outside of that school right because mm-hmm. i don't i didn't have any access to it within it so it was kind of like all right school here's here's where school is like that's that's its area and then when i get home i get to do like this i get to learn about this and it was kind of cool because no one else like if i went to like a, a di- different bigger school and it's gonna kind of be like this when i go to gcu but no one else at in my class or like really at the school had the same interest as me. So it kind of felt cool. Like, all right, I'm, I'm the filmmaker guy. I'm the photographer guy. Yeah. Everyone kind of looks as, at, up to me as this guy. So that kind of like inspired me to like be better and like be, be kind of like the, the cool photographer guy that, you know, that everyone kind of like imagines me as. Yeah. 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 And did you, uh, you told everybody that you were doing your like photography video, like everybody kind of knew it. Yeah. It's interesting. I kept my, my YouTube channel a secret for the <laughs> longest time, bro. I didn't tell, I remember telling people I hit a thousand subscribers, like my senior year of prom. That's like oh, really yeah. when I started telling people like, Oh yeah, this is something I'm doing partially. Cause it was kind of nerdy, like right. gaming. I'm sure if I had told people they wouldn't have cared, but yeah. like in my mind, I was like, they figure <laughs> out it's the end of the world. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I got a thousand subscribers. Not very many people can say that they've done that. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I, I think 
I wouldn't change. People always ask me, like, oh, like, you went to a charter school. Like, would you have rather gone to a public school? I think my social life would have been a little bit better, like, <laughs> for sure. I mean, we went to a school. I had 43 other kids that I graduated with. Mm-hmm. Just when you can only choose friends between 43 people, it's yeah. just like, ugh. You yeah. know, that was the one thing I loved about going to a big school is I was like, I had fraternity friends, but I also had hockey friends and I had all these friends in sororities. And then I had my friends in my classes and in my major. And like, I just loved that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, where we went to school, it just wasn't, right. wasn't the, mm-hmm. the best. You didn't have the same kind of outreach to like different groups and different kinds of people too. Like, no. That's another thing that like, I, I like to have a lot of friends, but I need, I need different kinds of friends. Like, yeah. I need friends that I can do this with and this with and this with, but then I need friends who I can do like things on the to- total opposite side of the spectrum. It's like really chill friends, you know, just kind of hang out, do whatever, or like, let's go on an adventure. Let's go like explore, yeah. like let's go just drive wherever. Like you kind of need like diversity. Cause then it kind of, I think it like rounds out your kind of personality. Oh know? yeah. And I like for me too, like I love having like business friends, like people who, we can talk about the different business things that we're doing or, you know, like the other day I went and helped my buddy Sebastian who just bought his first property in Scottsdale, like just helping him renovate it, like being able to like have almost like a different environment where like you have an environment of people who are grinding hard, owning their own businesses. And then you also have like a group of people that are like, hey, let's go have fun. Like, yeah. let's go to the bars kind of thing. It's just so nice to just diversify but For definitely sure. in high school it was like sure, it's no hard to do that yeah. <laughs> yeah and so no i mean it was it was a great i mean good education in terms of like I don't like you know I came out of I came out of school prepared for college do you feel that way too or haven't experienced college oh that's true huh? <laughs> well do you feel prepared for it? like I, I think so i think like as a person, I think I'm 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 in a great spot to kind of go and and also the thing is like I'm ready for that you know yeah. it's like it's not like like oh I have to I have to do more school and it's like the same kind of boring thing it's kind of like all right cool my school was this thing now I get to move on to like this other thing that's gonna be totally different it's gonna be kind of a fun new experience yeah dude you're gonna have so much fun like actually taking film classes yeah oh. I actually, I actually was thinking about going into film for a while, but I just never pulled the trigger on yeah. it. I also didn't really do film. I did YouTube, which mm-hmm. is not the same thing, especially with what I was doing. But yeah. um, no, I mean, do you like, I, I don't know. Do, I feel like some people graduate high school and they have this like, oh man, like the best days are over. Like now I have to go to college <laughs> kind of thing. And it, even same too with like me graduating college, I was like, um, like there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to leave yet yeah. kind of thing. But every single time I've graduated, I've been ready to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'd say this has been the most unsettling just cause with Corona and For all sure. that, it was like, didn't really get a graduation right. last three months were ruined. But I would say like, I was prepared to like, all right, mm-hmm. let's get out of here and go do something else kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a bit of, I have, I have moments where I'm like, dude, all, all the memories, like those are, those are gone. Like, it's so sad. Like you just get like happens all the time when I'm like looking through my photos for a picture I'm like oh I remember that oh that was yeah like, snapchat times. memories are low-key <laughs> yeah. sad bro yeah. but then like at the same time it's like I'm so excited for what like what's gonna happen within the next five ten years like there's so much more like I, I feel like I barely started kind of yeah you know, that kind of feeling there's there's so much more like to look forward to that's good. That's, I mean, that's kind of a healthy way to look at it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really healthy to like try to stay in your past in yeah. my opinion. Cause that's just, you know, it's not, a, not <laughs> a, not a place you want to stay in the entire time. You know? And right. I feel like that's kind of too, what holds people back. It's yeah. You'll miss a lot on it. 
Yeah. So what would you do? Like if somebody were listening to this and they're kind of like in your shoes thinking or like, you know, interest in videography, I'm guessing that's the people that this podcast will attract, right? Mm -hmm. Interest in videography, photography, like, you know, what's kind of some advice that you would give to them? Ooh, well, it depends. Videography or photography? <laughs> Both, dude. I mean, we were talking, too, about uh, at lunch, like, getting clients and things like that. Talk a little bit about, you know, how you got your freelance clients, because they're, they're mainly friends of friends, right? right? They're basically just people that I've known, because I, I haven't done what, what you've done, which is, like, you, you are very proactive about reaching out, mm -hmm. doing things, but... Because I think a lot of it is because I was really busy with school and I didn't need need the money at that time. Oh yeah. Because like if I if I was kind of like taking a gap year or something and I needed to make money, I would totally be like reaching out like because that's where that's where I you know yeah, yeah, yeah. be able to live off of. But yeah, it was mostly just kind of passive. I I, I probably that is one thing I would change is if I wanted that experience, wanted that practice, um, even if I wasn't making money, I would be a lot more proactive and and kind of searching out projects to do, especially ones that. I like really want to do because sometimes when you just kind of wait around for a project to come, if it falls in your lap and it's something you don't really want to do, but it's mm -hmm. like the only thing that came to you, you kind of have to do it. Like I feel obligated to do it when that's the only thing that you kind of foresee happening. Like, yeah. In your yeah, future. yeah, yeah. So like I, I had to do like some projects that like, were like, uh, you know, just kind of like busy hey, work, getting a little extra money. Pay, yeah. yeah. But nothing you're like super passionate about. Right. What kind of work are you passionate about? Like what, what do you really enjoy? What kind of freelance work do you really enjoy making? Um, like think of your like favorite project that you've worked on. Even if it's not freelance too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, one, one of the things that I was thinking about pursuing was like a lot of, a lot of videographers now, instead of like trying to make it in the film industry, they kind of are like just freelance, like videographers editors those kind of people who like will do work for other people mm -hmm. and just make you know freelance stuff i was kind of thinking about that because like that's since that's what i was doing i was like what if what if this is kind of my career what if this is like something that i get into but i'm not really a fan of doing the creative work for other people you know especially if it's if it's like they want this very specific thing it's like sure i can do that easily i can do that um it's within my skill set they can't do it no one else can do it but i can do it like, that's great, but I like kind of having the free reign, the control, the, I like to be the, in the director's chair, you know, coming up with the ideas, executing them, doing the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know some people are kind of given a little bit of... I have a buddy, Dan, who, like, he, his whole thing, he's a videographer, companies will pay him and send him a product to shoot a video for and I think they're pretty I don't know I've never actually talked to him about it but it seems like from some of the videos that he's come out with they're very you know chill about letting them come up with their own like have you ever seen those travel videographers who yeah. like you know companies will pay them to go to Bali give them a couple of their products and then they shoot a video with yeah. like pretty girls and like yeah. fancy cars like, yeah, that's what he like does sponsored basically shoot versus like kind of creating an ad you know mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten the chance to do anything like that yet, but... I feel like you could, too. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that'd probably be cool. There is a lot There is a lot more freedom in that, though, you can tell. Um, but yeah, from, from what I've done, none of the, like, freelance stuff that I've done has really been, like, like, wow, this this is something that I could really, like, okay. do for the rest gotcha. of it. Like, I kind of get sick of, of doing the same, because one of the things that I was really excited about, I, I made a lot of um, dirt bike like montages for for our friends that are professional enduro cross riders right um 
And when I started off, I was like, this is awesome. Like I was making, I was making one minute long videos for Instagram and they were like super cool, like hyper edited. And yeah. Like I, I always loved those. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. those. So when I started doing those, I was like, dude, these are so cool to make. They're so fun. And there's so much craft involved in making a one minute video that shows like all the coolest parts. It's like, it, it's, it's really cool. Um, being able to choose those coolest parts right. is just so, yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking and about. Just I love jam it. packing it full with like cool transitions, good music. And then it's like, yeah, a whole package in one minute. But then like I had done like eight of them and I was like, dude, I don't want to do. You need something things. new. Yeah. Need something different. Yeah, I can understand. Because even like they're all they're all different. They're all like fun to watch, but it's just like, at some point, it's kind of monotonous. Even though it's like really creative work, really like involved, it's it's kind of like, not changing enough for me to like flex my creative muscles. You know. Mm, okay. Gotcha. And then, do you do a lot of stuff on the side for fun, or kind of just whenever you think of something fun that you want to do? Because I remember like when we. When we shot that video, I was just like, you have any ideas yeah. of things you want to yeah. make? And you're like, hey, let's go climb a mountain and yeah. get some cool that was shots. Totally random. Yeah. It's kind of just like random, random things. And honestly, that's if I'm uh, since I'm going to be uh, at home for the next three weeks, because my GC is doing the first three weeks online, right? Wow. So yeah. I'm going to be, you know, at home. Uh, I want to do some more stuff like, I think, I think it was. 10th grade the summer after 10th grade where I just like every week was like trying to make a new video and it was just by myself because like that's all I had at the time so I was yeah. like just what can I what can I creatively like think of what can I pull off so there's a this video I don't know if you've seen it I think I call it like sunset sunset over over drive or something like that it, it was basically like just like a little short film of me riding my bike um up up a mountain and then oh i do i did see that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that was like that took honestly that took a really long time to make but it was like (laughs) i had nothing else to do it was like summer and i was really bored but like that to me is like like the pinnacle of me just being like going going with a creative idea just gut instinct like let's go make this let's me just yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go make this but i want to get into more kind of like personal projects like that because i think that's where i kind of like have to be creative have to like kind of think outside the box because right now I've kind of been in a slump of like I've been I've been making videos in and around my house for four years now so it's like what more can I do yeah then in in the house like right yeah yeah yeah. well it's super hot right now that's true 116 in Arizona on average right now (laughs) um no I, I I was wondering like do you so do you ever like, I don't know, for me, my biggest ideas, and I never follow through with them, but I always listen, like sometimes I'll hear a song and I'll have like an idea to go out and like make a cool, like uh, when I heard, what's that Travis Scott song that like has a sick like transition from like Drake's part to his part? You're not picking that not. music. <laughs> I think it's sicko mode, but I don't want to be wrong. When I first heard that song, I had this whole idea of like, trying to find a fancy house and shoot like a really dope video to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never ended up like following through on, I never yeah. follow through on a lot of those, but is that kind of how yours is? Like you'll just, it is it like you'll hear a song and you'll think of an idea. Do you think of an idea and then find a song to fit it or it, it's worked both ways. Honestly, doing, doing the second thing is fi- making, having an idea, then finding a song is way harder. 
Because you'll be scrolling for hours. Like that is true. Or like an uncopyrighted song right. too. Yeah. Oh, so like, I, I use a, a platform called Epidemic Sound, which is like like basically gives you licenses to their whole library of songs. So that's you nice. Do you have to pay for it? Yeah, you have to pay like monthly. But that service is great. But also it's just like sometimes you end up just scrolling, trying, trying to find the perfect one. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the time I do, I do just kind of find a song I'm like, it like as the song's playing out, I start seeing like how something is gonna come together in my head, and I'll make like the song there the the video that you and I made. I found that song and I, and it was like sitting in my like like little folder of of songs to like. Oh, I was trying to think use. of like what the song was. I can hear yeah. it now. I was like trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, but it was it's just very like mellow, very basic. So it kind of works with whatever. So when I was listening to that, I was kind of like trying to piece together like what's what what kind of ideas am I getting what's going to play through as this is going on and that's kind of where some of the ideas come from like our video is really basic there isn't like yeah, much no, to it it wasn't but it's kind of just like oh. but some of those videos like they they can be basic and still have like meaning behind them right, right. like like make you feel a certain type of way like one of my favorite like TikTok videos I've ever seen is just this guy like going out into the middle of nowhere and destroying this chair and then setting it on fire. <laughs> and I don't know why, but just the way it was shot and filmed and the background music just makes you feel like inspired. Like it's just a very yeah. emotional and uh, like it, if you really think about it, it's just a video of a guy going out and beating the crap right. out of Right, when chair. you describe it, it's like really dumb. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, I mean, I think that that's the power of videography, too, is, like, if you if you know how to, like, manipulate the angles mm -hmm. and, like, use the music to your advantage, you can turn something that's very, like, whatever into... Oh, do you know Last Man Stanley? Are you yeah, still on TikTok? Uh, yeah, yeah. that him. guy is amazing <laughs> at that stuff. He will literally, like, just with his phone film something that's, like, Super, if you break it down, it's super basic, but with like eerie music and just like a, a, a tiny concept that makes you like that's almost mysterious, makes you think. Yeah, it, he just does a phenomenal job. And if you really think about it, though, it's not that creative right. or not that not creative, um, not that complicated, right? Yeah. I just, I, I wish I could, I wish <laughs> I had that man's brain, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know how he thinks of that. Like, it, I think that's another thing, too, is like, um. It, it's when, when I started out doing videos and stuff, the hardest thing was like when you when you have Casey Neistat as your influence, that that sets a pretty high bar for oh, yeah. what like all the stuff, all the fun stuff he gets to do. He like all the opportunities he gets, travel the world, or just like meet up with people, or or get sent a one wheel, like or, or, or all the boxes boards. he gets. Yeah. yeah, like just like it's it's it almost looks easy for him to kind of have an idea or inspiration because he's just flooded with all these things, all these, like, and living in New York City, he's just got so many opportunities. Versus, like, when I was starting, I was like, all right, what am I going to do for my suburban neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was, like, at one point I was like, dude, I'm, I'm so desperate for, like, something to, like, do in a vlog. I'm going to just ride my skateboard to CVS. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's actually something because I was vlogging when I went to, before I went to college and when I went to college, and I stopped mainly because I just didn't enjoy them, right? Like, I didn't want to have my vlogs be, like, me going to parties and whatnot and, like, mm -hmm. whatever. Because, I don't know, like, yeah, I enjoy partying, but, like, I didn't want to carry around a camera for that yeah. or, like, anything like that. 
And eventually I just stopped because I would make these vlogs and watch them and just be like, I wouldn't watch this. Same, yeah. And that was so, and also that's part two, like having my standards so high, like comparing myself to Justin Escalona, David Dobrik, Casey Neistat, and just being like, I wouldn't watch this. Right. But I also <laughs> think there's, there, uh, that's almost a dangerous, like a dangerous thought to have because number one, um, other people want to watch it. Like I remember right before I quit, I uploaded this video and I remember pressing upload and just being like, not the best video, this ain't it, whatever. I come back like two months later and it has 20,000 views on wow. it. And I was just like, and like that really was telling to me like people want, people want to watch things and like as a creator, you have such a high standard and expectation for your content but sometimes the consumers don't yeah and so um, you know often it's like you're your own worst critic yes like, that's so true oh, yeah. like for for almost all creatives and almost all people i feel like is I'll, I, when i <laughs> you know one of the things is like when i'm showing my parents my my videos whatever videos it is they'll i'll sit them down like at the at the computer desk right and, and they'll be watching it on full screen on the computer and i'll be like standing behind them like nitpicking like oh man i should have done that and like i have to like stop myself from telling them that because they won't notice yeah. unless i tell them yeah like it's just like sometimes it's just so hard to not be so tough on on what you've made that you kind of overlook how awesome it could be that's actually really cool that you can um like sit there and and like be there while someone watches <laughs> yourself because okay when when I, my friends like especially my guys in my fraternity like would love to like you know play it and whatever and like i would just have to leave the room because like it's not even that i have a problem with them like watching it or something like that it's it's a i just get really uncomfortable like seeing myself on camera oh, yeah. like that and and having to watch myself with other people and i don't know why like yeah I, no I, I totally feel that though <laughs> i totally get that i just can't it's just so like awkward yeah. <laughs> but no i i get what you're saying like you you're just so i mean I always tell people like perfection, perfectionism like kills dreams. Like totally. it doesn't matter that you're not as great as Casey Neistat. What matters is getting the video out there and doing the thing and learning from it. Totally. But it's also like, you know, your first couple videos are going to suck. Like probably, <laughs> I mean, I'm restarting my podcast again, the way I'm shooting it. Um, you know, the, the way that we're, you know, recording it. <laughs> might not might not turn out that way. Show them a little screenshot. Uh, oh, of, oh yeah, of what I just looks like I, I had to borrow a tripod from him because I don't <laughs> have one with me here in Arizona, and um, I have my dinky little mic that is probably I got this thing my I want to say sophomore year of high school. Wow, and it has just been a tank. It's a Samsung <laughs> Meteor mic. I, a lot of people like to get the blue snowball. This one's a little bit more expensive, but it's made out of metal rather than plastic. Um, but this thing has been with me for years <laughs> and uh, it's not the best setup. But like for me, like I just have to keep hammering in my brain. Like, okay, just, just get, get it out there. Right. You know, cause um, at the end of the day, people aren't going to sit here and be like, oh, like the camera quality sucks. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, the audio quality isn't that of a professional, you know? Yeah. So just, just reminding yourself having a little voice inside of your head that or usually it's the voice inside of your head that's telling you like hey uh you suck <laughs> right you can't get better if you don't like start and you oh. have to start somewhere so you have to suck you have to suck at first I, it, it, that's a requirement <laughs> i love sending people because a lot of my friends will come to me with an idea that they have or like you know one of my friends who came up came up to me he's like i love to cook should i do a youtube channel should i do a podcast and i always tell them i'm like just do something 
and be okay with it sucking at first. And I always send them the first YouTube video I ever oh, made. Oh, man. It is so, so bad. Like, <laughs> so I actually, the computer I used to use is right here. It's like, hold on, actually I can show the camera. So it's this old like Dell, I don't even know what kind of computer this is. Wow. It's like it's a, a chunky one. It's a chunky boy. And I destroyed the heck out of this computer. My dad wanted to try to use it for poker and it wouldn't even do that because uh, editing software is just destroy your computers. <laughs> um, but I was recording on this thing and editing and um, I didn't have the render settings right. So it was like ghosting, you know, like, like where the, like the frames would like, it's not like a fade, but it's almost, it's like a ghosting effect. You know no, what I'm talking about, so, right? Yeah. It would like ghost pretty much the entire video. And I'm talking like this. Hey guys, what's up? Um, it's Sarvi here. Uh, welcome to my YouTube channel. And I, it's <laughs> literally the funniest video. I'll link it below if you want to check it out. It's literally the funniest video oh, yeah, ever. I want to see that. But like, that was video one. And I uploaded hundreds of videos mm -hmm. to my YouTube channel. And just going from like video one to, you know, the videos that I have now, or even like at the end of high school, it was just a huge difference because I gained confidence in front of the camera i got help from other people like other people were like hey man uh your render settings suck like, <laughs> and i was like oh yeah you probably yeah. fixed that as and long then, as you're not getting worse you you're on a good track yeah you're not getting worse well i think a, something healthy and you'll probably you'll talk about this too is uh you know what, what was your curiosity like in terms of getting better because that's the one thing if you suck but you have a curiosity to watch somebody else like me watching you what is Kai doing that I'm not doing? Why did he do this transition versus this one? I think those, once you start asking yourself the questions, yeah, it becomes just a game of like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's just like, if you're, if you're really into it, you're going to love learning about it and oh. trying to get better. And like a lot of the video ideas that I did come up with were because I learned how to do something new. Mm -hmm. I made, I made this really dumb, uh, this dumb little, little skit kind of, film with my cousins like years ago as, as one of my first YouTube channels. Um, it was called Abe Apocalypse because my, my cousin's name was Abe. And I was <laughs> and I, I learned how to clone people in an image, like basically take them and put them somewhere else on it so that there's multiple of them. I was like, what if I just have a bunch of him? So like as soon as I learned how to do that, I was like, this is a great idea for a movie, like a little film. And so like that's where that's where a lot of my ideas for for things came from. So it's just like learning how to do things, lo loving to like get better at everything or seeing other people do something that you want to learn how to do. Yeah. It's like super inspiring. That's the best is seeing someone like do a transition and being like, I need to learn how to do that. And then right. Google it or like right. search. I remember someone did this like spiral transition on their YouTube channel. And I was like, that's dope. I need to learn how to do that. And then yeah. for like the next 30 minutes, I was like, how to do spiral transition wasn't showing up, how to do twisty transition, yeah. how to do, and it ended up like showing up, like how to do whirlpool transition. <laughs> but I finally found it and I was like, yes, yeah. it's just so satisfying. You know, there was this, there was this commercial for the show Atlanta. Do you know Atlanta? Like Donald no. Glover. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a commercial where um, I, I, I kind of don't really know how they did it because I tried to copy it, but I, I didn't do it perfectly. But it was like, they basically had the camera locked on, on Don Glover, the main character, and he leans and he goes all the way to the floor. But when he hits the floor, he like 
they started recording from like him being on the floor and pulled him up from the other side. So it looked oh, like he went like through, through the, the floor, floor around and then he's in a different location. That's sick. I have a video on my YouTube channel of me like react reacting to that and like doing it myself. Like really janky. Like I, I was holding my GoPro on a selfie <laughs> stick and like just falling, falling a bunch of times. Yeah. And you can tell like there's a really obvious cut right in the middle because I can't like because I would you know you'd reverse the fall mm -hmm. on the other side to make it look like you're getting yeah, pulled up. Yeah, that's true. But then like as you get pulled up, then you have to cut it and then fall again. Mm -hmm. So it was like it was really janky, but it was like me just trying to experiment. Like I was like, that is such a cool trick. I want to learn how to do that, and I finessed my way to like. That's a great video idea. Like oh like. Uh, you know, seeing a transition, trying it, and then looking up a video tutorial of actually how to do it. Like, yeah. how close was I to figure cool, yeah. that? Yeah, no, dude, that's, I mean, stuff like that, I've always, like, I've always just had a curiosity. Like, the, have you ever seen the, you've seen the Humble music video? Kendrick Lamar? I actually don't think I have. Oh, dude, there is this great, like, hold on, wait, actually, let me restart this real quick because it's about to run out. <laughs> All right, as I was saying, so there's this great, like, um, it's a uh, I can't even remember the lyrics but it's like a camera is like going in on Kendrick and then it goes like over here and then it comes up here and like oh it's so hard for me to explain <laughs> this to you I'll I'll I, you'll have to look at actually let's just like watch it really quick and like I'll cut it or whatever so like you know what I'm talking about oh here it is like they have to oh. have like a machine do you see this oh here right, let's start from the beginning Oh yeah, they have a robotic arm movie. Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, but I've always thought that's just so clean, that bro. That is cool. It's so clean. All right, I'm not. Oh whoa, to the and the background changed for that. Did it really? Yeah, I think the people showed up. Right, there weren't people there before. I don't. I don't know. Was it? There you go. Go back just a little bit. Yeah, CC. Look. Wait. Oh wait. No. Oh no. Their feet there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, that would have been really cool. No, dude. I I've always just thought like stuff like that is just absolutely nutty cool. Oh, Are you yeah, looking up too? Yeah. Let me show you this. Also, this is from two years ago. So my I you can tell my oh, I'm, little I'm little much baby more, kind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, see. Here's the trailer. See how he, see how he was like yeah. goes through the floor. Well, it like, goes black for a second. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's like as it goes through the floor, it like goes black and then it comes out the other side. Oh, and that, they did it in a complete circle too. Yeah. How did they do that? I don't know how they came up. That's what, that's what I'm. Yeah. Thinking. Actually, honestly, I think they, I think it's a green screen. I'm pretty sure it's a green screen. Oh, dude, you're totally right, actually. Okay, let's see. Watch, watch how I did it. <laughs> it's like, it's like almost, it's cool when I come through the floor like that, but then I cut right in the middle. Oh, yeah. It's so no. like I've got the, oh, I, yeah. I totally got that first half coming But out. you're cutting it. Do you have a green screen? Yeah. I, um, I hung up a, some green, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, just like. Uh, bought, bought oh, like a Michaels. green, like yeah. a, a tapestry or right. whatever. Oh, yeah. that's, I so mean, I, that's the way that, to do that's it. That's what I did for the um, the GCU video. <laughs> Just smack your. Oh, when did you use? When did you use a green screen? The part oh. where I'm jumping on the trampoline. Right. Mm -hmm. You did use a green screen for that. Yeah. That's kind of. I mean, that's what. That's literally all it is. So yeah. People are like, "Oh, buy this green screen." It's like it's a green sheet of yeah. paper, basically. Yeah, I just went to like Michaels and pulled out like just bought a whole ton of green material. Yeah, you could probably just buy the green material and some cool stands to like pin it up on. Yeah, I, same thing. I used 
Oh, <laughs> used two ladders in like a broom. <laughs> <laughs> two ladders and a broom just hung the thing over. Dude, that's honestly more fun than having like super cool equipment. It's just figure, yeah, rigging something up to like <laughs> get the job done. Yeah, that's that's it's almost more satisfying than just having something that'll do it for you. Yeah, it, I think it's totally satisfying. It's like. Wait, but what if I put the if I do this and I put the broom and then it's like it's so janky, but it's like it's like it works. Yeah. And then you're like super proud of it because you thought of it. Oh my goodness, dude! Oh, video editing is just like a great way to get your creative juices flowing, especially if you're someone like like me and you were talking about. Like, I hated art class because I was like, oh, I have this thing, and then I try to draw it, and I'm like, that does not look anything like right. what I was trying to draw. Yeah. Oh man, so we're kind of we're probably closing to about an hour. Probably when did we start? I don't remember. When we started. I don't remember. I didn't really check. <laughs> um, but I want like kind of final thoughts too. Just like um, I asked you a little bit earlier about like advice you would give somebody who's interested in videography, pho- photography, something like that. We could talk about that. Um, I don't know anything. Any closing remarks from? from you because um, I want this pot I want this podcast to be mainly about you yeah for sure <laughs> it's my episode yeah <laughs> get it you know I'll sleep I'm sleeping. <laughs> let me get the right thumbnail here. real quick I'll, just I'll get out of the frame I'll get the I'll thumbnail real quick I'll just I'll turn this into an ASMR channel <laughs> there we go there we go all right cool I'll see all right you guys ben, later. Ben's back he yeah. just went tanning um <laughs> Yeah, Corona put a few pounds on him, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think they do that just for me actually being a fan. <laughs> Dude, Corona has not been nice to me. I just, I mean, the gyms are finally open in, like, Minneapolis yeah. and stuff, but... Oh, man. I can't believe they're closed here, dude. I know. That but drives I, me nuts. I've been working out at home, and, and I went, like, a couple of weeks where I was, like, so motivated. Oh, wait, just really quick. For everybody who's probably really confused on the audio, I, like, went into my closet and got this, like, big teddy bear. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Forgot, they they will not know what the heck just happened. <laughs> if people even get this far, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I was like, I was for the like first couple of weeks of like quarantine and lockdown, I was so motivated to like work out at home. I got like some workout apps and some I like yeah. typed in my notes some like workout routines, and I was like doing it daily, and like I was so I was so on top of it, and then like. We uh we took my family and I like took a trip somewhere like a, we drove somewhere mm-hmm. and then when I came back I was just it was gone like my whole like All the my whole mojo oh yeah it's, it's no like, that's like and that's a dangerous thing about traveling to a place that doesn't have a gym for me like um I came to Arizona and like for two days didn't work out because I was <laughs> like uh you know like because for me like it's so much harder for me to be like. Right now I'm doing a lot of like, cause it's so damn hot. Mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll swim in our pool and I'll like, you know, swim a couple laps and then do push ups and like we have dumbbells. So I'll do like some dumbbell workouts For or sure, whatnot. Yeah. But that stuff, like I, do, I hate doing that stuff. <laughs> like I love going to the gym hopping on the treadmill for like 25 minutes and then just pounding out like a six set workout and yeah. then dipping. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's, but versus, you know having to force yourself to do home workouts uh, i don't know some people like it better but i just love i love the environment of the gym i, lo- I enjoy the drive to the gym yeah. like just everything about it and so uh no when i when quarantine started i didn't work out for like a week or two and then i was like wow this is going to like last a long time yeah. i need to figure it out so i started running out of everything <laughs> which you did a lot of running didn't yeah you? i've yeah. done a lot yeah not definitely can't right now <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's it's way too hot here. I don't know. People are always like, "Why did you leave Arizona? Arizona's so awesome." And I'm like, "It's it's it's good. It has its moments." Exactly. But... <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, like <laughs> the sunsets." <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> No, sunset. dude, that's literally all we have. That may be hiking. Hiking yeah. is pretty I dope mean, here. Honestly, like, outside of summer, weather's pretty much great mm. year-round. It's just that, it's just summer. That's true. Tough. That's true. Yeah. I, was, I don't know, I just feel like I was so ready. I mean, Iowa's not amazing by any means, but I was so ready to just get out of the state and do something new versus... And same thing with Iowa. Like, after four years in Iowa, I was like, all right, Minneapolis is different. Like, yeah. there's a nearby city. I'm living in the city. Like... You know, there's a bunch of cool places to go, a lot of lakes, a lot of, like, yeah. trails. So that, is that, is that like, are you the kind of person who, like, n- like needs something new every every couple of years? Because I don't know, I don't know what I'm yet, because I haven't, like, been stuck anywhere yeah. for, a, like, a long time and, and kind of felt like I need to get out, so. So, one thing I realized about me is I don't think, right now, I think it's just heightened because I've been literally, like, stuck. For the first, like, three months of quarantine, maybe two months, I was pretty much by myself in my apartment. Mm. Like, my uh, my roommates dipped, and then a lot of my friends, like, I had a couple friends I went and saw, but, like, for the most part, everyone was social distancing in AIM, yeah. so, like, I was in my apartment a lot, and I hated it. And that's kind of when I realized, like, for me, it's almost not even, like... It's not even like I have to have these things to go out and do, but I have to have the option, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's different if when you're actually stuck. Yeah, it's just so much worse than if you like willingly just kind of chill out and by yourself. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's terrible. Like for me, I'm like, I'm a workaholic, love to work, but I like to also have the option to go do things. Mm-hmm. When those things aren't there it drives me crazy and so like i don't know i mean minneapolis has been opened up a lot and i mean iowa was even more than just like they're you know nearby there wasn't anything to do right Mm -hmm. like they have a place to go hiking quote unquote the hiking (laughs) in iowa get this so right next to iowa state there's this place it's called ledges it's like a 15 minute walk like drive and it's where everybody goes hiking but the hiking there's literal like stairs built into these like hills glorified hills flights of stairs yeah versus here you literally go to a mountain and you pick a trail and you climb up that (laughs) trail bro like that is a like a literal hike versus oh let me just take these stairs up this (laughs) right you know oversized hill (laughs) (laughs) so um you know and when i was in iowa i think it was a lot worse but um and now that everything's a little opened up more too like in in minnesota too and and even in ames like at the towards the end it was like okay things are opening i can actually like okay i can go and i can go to a restaurant if i really need to but Mm -hmm. do you how are you i mean we kind of talked this at lunch but like how are you in terms of like do you think everything should be staying shut down right now or do you i'm not an expert dude i've (laughs) me neither bro i listen to both sides i'm like sure (laughs) do whatever you're like Look, I don't make the decisions, whatever they do, (laughs) I'll do that. Yeah, no. I think, I I mean, I'm terrible. Like, when I was in Ames, they don't require you to wear a mask. So, like, I would be like, oh, I need to take my mask places. But I would always be, like, if I forgot it, I wouldn't, like, go back and grab it, which is, like, terrible. But um, that was, like, I don't know. That's just how I am. Versus in Minneapolis, like, you have to wear your mask everywhere, which I actually really like because it's, like, okay, like, now I, you know, not only am right. I, do I want to be responsible, but now it's like an accountability thing. Like I sure. have to be responsible. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just really, to me, the most interesting thing, and this isn't me like 
trying to tell people how to live, live their life or anything. But if you look at the the amount of COVID cases, they're increasing, but the amount of COVID deaths are, are pretty are like kind of at the lowest point right now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that too, I'm a firm believer, quote unquote, in like they were falsely reporting COVID deaths because hospitals got more money for them. Yeah. So um, I don't know, say whatever you want. That starts <laughs> a lot of controversy, but that's just like my take is like, it, yeah, obviously it's bad. Like we don't want people dying, but it's like, it was overdone at the beginning when there were less cases because people thought they were going to get paid more because America's greedy. <laughs> and now that they're like, oh, we're not getting paid more, they're actually reporting the real deaths, which the, if the number of cases are going up, but the number of deaths aren't going up with it, it's like, you know, how right. is it serious enough to shut down the country? Right. That's more of a discussion point. I don't have a direct answer about it, but like, I don't really think it's worth pointing that out. But yeah, I, I mean, it's just interesting to watch. I, I just, I just like seeing what's happening. You know, it's like, I'm just, it's just very, like, I'm very curious about, about how it's going to play out and that kind of stuff by the end of this year. Like, cause with, cause with college, it's just like, all we know about right now is the fall semester. Right. Yeah. So it's like, everything next year is kind of up in the air. Like we'll, we'll see, but yeah, no, my, my mom, she works at this, the, the school that we went to and, um, she is in charge of like figuring out, you know, are we doing zoom calls completely? Are we, yeah, it's a not like just hearing her talk about like having to make these big decisions of like, do we send these kids back to school, which is basically just going to be a cesspool for them to spread Corona around. And you know, the kids from, you know, research and whatnot and statistics, kids are pretty fine when it comes to getting it. But then it's like, okay, now they're taking it home to their parents. It's just hard. There's so much to think about. It's just hard to to take into account everything, you know? Yeah. So like, that's why I don't blame, like, I'm not like, I don't get mad at at what people end up deciding because there's just so much, like there's so many different kind of variables. Like not a huge fan. I don't want to get super political. Not a huge fan of Trump, but I think it's very unfair to be like, oh, if he would have done this or he would have done that. Because you could say that about anything that anybody has done and that is all theoretical, right? So like, oh, it would have turned out like this. It's like, well, that's not always the case, Mm -hmm. you know? Like you got to take into account that some people just don't want to wear masks. Like some people just don't want to stay inside. And in America, we have this whole like freedom. Like I get to do whatever I want. Yeah, which they don't necessarily have in other countries. (laughs) Yeah, I think like, I I forgot which, which country it was but one of i think it might have been russia russia was like well you can stay inside for two or three two to three weeks or you can stay in jail for two to three years and <laughs> right. it's like i mean <laughs> ideally like yeah that's probably the way to go <laughs> not, not i don't know that's probably the way to go about it it's yeah just, you don't want to get rid of it completely but yeah. yeah no it's uh it's a it's a hard topic and you know i don't think they're like you said there's not a right answer like you don't want to take away everybody's freedom right, right. away but you don't want to spread it more yes yeah, you honestly the heart the the worst thing is is the like politics is going to be politics mm-hmm. no matter what but like the 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 hardest thing is doctors disagreeing with each other yes I'm dude like, which like there's there's always sides in politics so it's like yeah I don't, I don't know i don't know but then it's like you know you don't usually associate doctors with like sides mm-hmm. that's like what's happening now it's like well i don't I don't know. Like, isn't it supposed to be? Isn't there facts? Like, isn't there supposed to be? And then it's just like, dude, that's that's just like. Yeah, I feel like there's a contradicting case, like case study coming out every, every other, day. Yeah. And a lot of it too is like, I mean, even the case study that we based, are, I, I don't know. I heard this from something. I think a podcast, but a, the case study 
that we used to decide to shut down the U.S. or like go into quarantine. Later on, the guy was like, oh, dang, I messed up the numbers on this. <laughs> and but by that time, everybody was on to the next thing. Right. So he was like, hey, guys, I messed up. Um, turns out it wasn't blah, blah, blah. And nobody paid attention to him kind of thing. So I, I don't know. It's like I, I heard somebody say, like, there should be a panel of doctors, like everybody who re like represents like kind of a different, yeah. um, you know, a different opinion. Just because right now I think everyone's like, listen to that Dr. Fa Fauci. Anthony Fauci. Yeah, listen to this dude. But I mean, this is a huge thing. To have one dude be the right. head of it is just kind of like. You need corroboration and confirmation from, yeah. From other people, different, like that's the one thing that, I mean, I think our school really implemented was like, everybody has an opinion and it's worth hearing in terms yes. of like, hey, you might have just not thought about this thing, right? right? Or you, you might have, you know, especially in the books that we read, hey, you missed this part where they talked about X, Y, and Z, yeah, right? And, and the thing, like speaking of school, I think one of the great things that that kind of taught us and that I don't see in most, in a lot of adults that you see like politicians or, or just adults in general it's like you don't see the kind of like trying to understand other people's viewpoints you know i think that's very popular with like my age people right now yeah it's like in 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 seminars and stuff and in discussions that we would have at that school it'd be like okay everyone has their opinion that's like ground zero that's like the ground rules but then what you do like how you respond to people how you interact in that discussion is like you try to figure out what their viewpoint is why they have that viewpoint their reasons is it valid is it not but ultimately it's not like no one is like right and other people are like completely wrong because because mm -hmm. most of the time it's not so black and white you know no not at all and i mean especially with politics too it's not right black and white and i feel like everyone tries to treat it like it's black and white Definitely. but you know i mean uh, it's funny, we took a, me and my sisters took like a political compass test because we just wanted to see where we're all at. Mm -hmm. And I'm, so I'm like right on the line between left and right and then closer to libertarian on this political compass. Um, and I think that's very fitting for me because I'm very like, I try to like look at both sides and see how it's going to benefit me. But then also like, what is it also going to do for other people, right? Because I think, you know, especially if you're left leaning, you're very much thinking, how is this going to help other people? Which mm -hmm. isn't a bad thing by any means. But then on the flip side of it, I do think there is this side where they just completely ignore kind of like almost like a selfish aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Like, how is this going to affect me? Right. Yeah. Like, how am I going to look how, because of this? Yeah. And, and, that's, and also too, um, like a podcast I was listening to, there is a lot of policies out there that have good intentions but have really, really bad effects. Totally. For example... The government saying, hey guys, you know what? We're going to set up a system of loans for you so that more people can go to college. People were like, great. Oh, shoot. I don't even know where that cut out. <laughs> <laughs> My memory card just like, I, I thought we had enough room on there, but I guess not. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess that was 32. I'll yeah, that one was 32, but I should have deleted some stuff off of yeah. it first. I don't even know where I was, where, where I was at. Long story short, I feel like a lot of people think... Are oh, we, are we at an hour? Oh, we're at an hour 14. Okay, is that what that says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know when, when this one stopped recording, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, long story short, I don't, I'll have to check where, like, I was talking and I'll, like, cut it out. Fix it in post. Yeah, I'll fix it <laughs> in the end post. Long story short, for what the point that I was trying to make is, like, 
they're, you know, some people, I don't know, I talk to my sisters and they're like, you should be decisive. You should pick one side or the other. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like to hear both sides right. and like make my decision based off of that. Um, I think now, it, especially it has to do with kind of the environment too. So like right now, I think it's very important to be thinking less selfishly and more unselfishly in terms of our president has not been that great when it comes to like the social social aspects and the race and all that stuff mm-hmm. that he's been doing it, it's been very weighted i feel like towards like selfish yeah. um and so now it's even more important than ever to be voting to like the side of like you know making sure that we're doing things that trump isn't doing right yeah. now and and like the benefit of, of not being like one side or the other but kind of being in the middle is have you, you do you know the of, uh, this term confirmation bias no um, I, I read like a little kind of short article or book I can't remember what it was um, about it but it's basically just this idea that like once you have your idea set in stone instead of have instead of testing that theory against the world you pull things from your experience that fit you just take yeah. what fits or you make it fit if it doesn't really fit you make it fit your theory you know yeah. it's kind of like like tampering with the evidence to make it fit with with what you already believe so that that's a big danger of just picking like have you ever seen the flat earth society documentary the docu- not documentary on netflix no. oh my god okay so go watch it because <laughs> there is just this great segment where they talk about what you're what you just mentioned oh. was like there is a part of science where, where like science is healthy if you're looking for the truth. If you're taking a problem and you're saying, I want the solution to this problem, it's a healthy way to go about science. But then there's this unhealthy way, which is I there's this problem, here's the solution that I have, I and I only, yeah. yep, yep. And so in the documentary, there's this great thing where they do this actually really like scientific experiment to try to prove that the world isn't is it is flat and mm-hmm. isn't round and they do the experiment and at the end of it when when it turns out being what it should be they're like oh well this isn't going to work oh like uh-huh. this isn't because it wasn't it wasn't like they were trying to find the truth they were like trying to find something to support their right. claims and i think that's very much what people do like if you're very left, you try to surround yourself with articles and you know other things that prove your side, and you're not necessarily looking for the truth. You're just looking for things that will support totally. you. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm not trying to like discredit anybody on the left or on the right, but I feel like both sides are doing it, and it just further divides people rather than having like a middle ground. But that's the hard part too. Is like nowadays the news media just swings one way or the other, right. right? That's why I think anybody who gets their new their their information from like TV news, terrible. Mm-hmm. They're all controlled by like certain people. Right. No, that's not I mean and, but that's the hard part too is like where do you get your news? Like pretty it's much hard. Yeah, it's hard to know who to trust nowadays. And that's kind of that kind of sucks, you know? <laughs> I think it would be really cool. and everybody's clickbaiting too. Like that yeah. that's a thing. Like somebody can be like, "Oh, like, you know, enter title that will get a left-wing person really mad to click on my article right right? there's just no integrity anymore Mm -hmm. i think i like this is something i've always thought about because in the end i want to help like make the world a better place and i have so many ideas but one idea that i had was literally starting like a non-profit uh news news like company like Mm -hmm. something that we hire people to go and get the truth not the bias not hey this is like you know 
what this is what we want you to think it's like hey this is just the facts yeah. this is what we found and here's the like you make your conclusions right yeah. um because i feel like nowadays it's too much clickbait right sure. yeah. but i mean that also goes against i'm a big marketing guy part of the reason why <laughs> yeah. like the reason why you have a job is because you're like kind of doing the whole like the clickbait right the clickbait gets money right mm-hmm. like and and i think it's gonna turn the only way that like i would see something like the the nonprofit news company working is if you build a brand based around like people know that you're the best source for news right which would be incredibly difficult to you have, build. Yeah, you have to build a reputation for that kind of thing. but if you could build one one that like people are like oh hey this thing happened we're gonna wait for this news article to come out with with their thing because we know that they have the facts mm-hmm. um and also gonna like you know turning people into like being open to hearing not what they want to hear yeah um but i don't know i think that would make the world a better place i think the news the media just in general has so much sway on public opinion yeah so much control yeah interesting times we're living in (laughs) this next election you you can vote now right because you're 18 yeah Uh, i just didn't know if you were like a little younger or something like that Mm -hmm. but it's nuts it's a it's, yeah, this was a heck of a year to turn 18 to. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really quick question. Old school, were it had, did things get political? Like At school? Yeah, at school. was Is politics... Because when I was in high school, even though the, the first Trump election was coming up, I don't remember it being very political. Like, no. Like, yeah. I feel like my little sister is very into politics right now. And, like, definitely her age and generation, it's a very hot topic For on sure. TikTok and whatnot. I... My school, we we never like my high school. We never talked politics. Yeah, no. We, it was never like, it was never that interesting. Yeah, it's not been like from from pre COVID and stuff. It was yeah. it was probably just like you remember, like it wasn't a part of, of anything, which was really like honestly, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> like I miss everything not being political. Yeah, me too. I just feel like I, I haven't really been that active on like Twitter. Because yeah. I just feel like I go on Twitter and I just see something and it's like, not not that I, I want to be like completely like numb to these types of things, mm-hmm. but it's also like when you see a news article or a story, like I just know, because like I'm a marketing guy, they have somebody sitting there reading these articles thinking, what is the best title to get the most people to click on this and to just get them angry? Right. Because anger actually, there's a wonderful book called Contagious Anger is like one of the biggest emotions that you can incite to get someone to share something, mm-hmm. right? So not only is it a, how do we get people to click it, but how do we get this to go viral? Right. How do we get people to retweet this? Because a lot of people too will see an article and maybe click on it for half a second, but they won't actually read it, yeah, right? Just like, share it. They'll just skim it really quick. Oh, this is so serious. Like I need to retweet it, and, you know? Yeah. And yeah, and that's interesting too, because like... um. One of my friends, uh, he's probably about your age, um, maybe a bit younger, but one of my friends, he has no social media, pretty much no social media, which is like, I was talking to him about it the other day when I hung out with him, because it was like, it, it nowadays it feels like you can't go on any social media without it being like about politics almost. Mm-hmm. It's like, That's there, very there's true. just a lot everywhere, everywhere you go. So just like asking him about it, like, what do you think about all this stuff? Or have you even seen it? Because he like... If he's not watching the news and not on social media, he probably 
like might not even know about what's going on which partially that was true but the main thing was like he he's just he was saying that he is so much happier because most of the things that are going on don't w- won't ever and don't affect him yeah so it's like he's not kind of like being forced to worry about things that have no impact on him like there's yeah. a lot that like obviously there's a lot in politics that has an effect on you but like he was saying like for the most part like none of the stuff if i live my life as a good person like none of this stuff is going to affect me yeah so he's just like kind of on like the other side of the spectrum whereas whereas i'm like on twitter and instagram and youtube yeah. and I'm like seeing everything I have to be on social media yeah right. no and and that brings up an interesting topic too because someone would jump in hearing that about your friend and say that he's being irresponsible because there are a lot i mean people with like we have privilege right mm-hmm. like i mean we're both you're Asian as well. Oh yeah, you're yeah. Asian as well, right? <laughs> so like, we Asians are not discriminated against. Like, I'm pretty much. I pretty much grew up white. Is the yeah. best way I explain to people. Um, being half half Japanese, like half white, it, it was just I, I had privilege. So yeah, for us, like there are things like that won't affect us, and you know lived in a middle-aged family middle middle class family (laughs) (laughs) middle class family um and like there's a lot of things that won't affect me and some people would go in and be like yeah your friend isn't being affected but like there are other people that these policies are affecting like like uh you know trump taking native americans land that we promised them to build an oil pipe you know like that's something that people would be like you have a sway in that and you have a vote to to, and, and that kind of brings back to the selfish versus, right. you know, unselfish and, and how, how much, yeah, he's probably a lot happier, but, um, you know, uh, you know, how, how is he, is he being irresponsible? Is, is he not like, you know, putting, is he being a terrible person because he's not putting in the, right. yeah. the, the, the vote or the, you know, what he could be doing to. You know, ignorance isn't necessarily a good thing is, is something that I believe too. Yeah. Um, because if you have like the power to change something, I, I do think you should put your foot in there. But mm. it's also like that man, he's probably happy as a clam. Right. Like, and, like you know, and he, his, his like philosophy isn't, is like, he, he tries to do good in every way that he can. It's just, he's not like, he's not on, on social media to like, to do good there. Like, you know. Like, the thing, too, is that a lot of people think they're doing good by, like, reposting a story. That's true. But they're really not doing they're really, that. They're just yeah. virtue signaling. So it's That's like, so true. Yep. So I didn't yeah. want to mention it too much. But. <laughs> but, yeah. But even, like, what about, I mean, like, just voting, you know? Yeah. Like, in terms of... I think... I'm not sure if she votes or not, but, yeah. But that's, that is a good point. Because, like... Like, not being aware of, like, hey, if you vote for this person, they're going to vote to put that pipe, that oil pipeline right. in and take land from people who we already were taking land from, yeah. you know? Like, to me, that doesn't seem fair. Um, and he might not even know. Like, he might just be thinking, like, oh, this person, yeah, they said that they would reduce my taxes. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. Totally. And, and it's... But it's hard. Like, there's no right answer. There's no, yeah, like, oh, you should own... You should... You know, this, you should have this much level of selfishness and right. this much level of unselfishness. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it all comes down to choice. And I feel like nowadays we, we live in a generation of people just telling you. like Right. I think, yeah, you, have, you definitely have to respect the choices that other people make for, for that kind of stuff, I think. I think our school taught us that. I think so. I respectfully disagree with you, <laughs> Mr. Hayakawa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, this has been a great podcast. I should probably chop it because of the... I don't know when it, this is going to run out of memory. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, last question. 
human advice. What What's your advice you'd get? Like, what is a piece of advice that you would just give any human? Like, whether that's, it could be photography, videography related. It could be like, did somebody tell you something one day that just completely changed your life? Hold, hold that thought. <laughs> I wrote a, um, one of my assignments for, uh, this rhetoric class that I took at GB. Oh, I don't know if you told that. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll like cut it out. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> no, but anyways, I, I took this class and one of the assignments for, that I was supposed to write when I was writing assignments was like a speech of advice. To, for like, if you were giving a speech to the school, what advice oh, you would okay. give? I like that, dude. Let me, let me find if I can... Oh, let me check, check that. Well, yeah. Uh... Oh, where's the button? Oh, it's here. Okay, we're good. We still got a lot of time. Don't worry. We still got a lot of storage. Let's see. I feel really dumb for filling up storage. I mean, although this camera... I need to get more SD cards, dude. I only oh, have yeah. two. Dude, I have like... I think I have like six. I need six to get those seven. black ones that you can take like a bunch of photos and videos on like really quick. Like... They're a lot like faster memory oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like per second or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, dude, it's tough. Okay, so like I, I wrote this whole speech like about how this advice is cliche, but but about like how it's cliche for a reason. And yes. also you have to, you have to, it's not like you can't just hear it. Like it's not advice where you can just listen to it and be like a better person because it you have to like actively kind of work that out. You have to live and it, is, it. Yeah, and it's it's cliche. It's you get out of it what you put into it, right? But then it's like I I gave that advice in specific relation to you as a person, yourself as a person. Because one of the things that I've noticed in like the last four years of, of high school and stuff is is how I've grown as a person mm -hmm. and like I'm really proud of, of who I am now, especially like if my ninth grade self could see me now, I would be like blown away. I'd be like, dude, you're so cool. You're like exactly who I'd want to be in, in that kind of time. So it's like, which, which at that time in ninth grade, I didn't even know who, who I wanted to be. I didn't think, yeah. I, I didn't think about myself as, as like a person that would like become kind of someone else. Cause I'm, you know, basically a totally different person. Yeah. And you know, like me from sixth grade, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm totally different. So. You were a little more timid, really quiet, actually. <laughs> yeah. Super quiet. I don't remember how many talk times I even talked when you were my mentor. Probably, not a ton, honestly. It was, it was mainly Kirby and was it Matt, Matthew Hawking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those, they would them. talk the entire time. And who was the other, there was a fourth one, right? I don't even remember. I'm surprised I you even remember them because I didn't remember that. <laughs> two, I think one of them ended up leaving or I whatever, so, yeah. but, but you guys stuck it through. Or did yeah. Kirby stick it through? Yeah, he did. All right, yeah. sick. Cool. I did a good job. Three out of four, you know, 75% <laughs> Yeah, success. it's all your credit too. You yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Greatest. Yeah. mentor alive um if you're you know if you want me to mentor you <laughs> this man can, can i can give you testimony <laughs> yeah he's exactly. all right <laughs> he's all right um yeah man hey yeah. i really appreciate you coming on oh is that that was the end of your advice kind yeah. Of? yeah no the cliche phrases are they're cliche for a reason for sure like, and but but you have to like the thing one of the things that i talk about is like you can't just get sick of hearing it. you can't be like dude i've heard that so many times you got to be like think about it you're like you know what that's that's true i'm going to actively apply actively that actively like engage with that idea so well if you look at like motivation or you know like motivational quotes or like inspirational quotes they're all pretty much the same thing just said in a different way yeah and i think why because they're pretty much all cliche mm -hmm. it's all just like makes people feel good right. but it, there's a difference between feeling good and like living good right it's not just like 
dude, that's deep. It's like, you know what? Let's let's engage with this. Like, if it is deep, let's, you know, kind of do the thing. You know, some people will, like, one of my favorite quotes is, like, uh, fear is temporary, regret lasts forever kind of thing. Mm. And it's, like, one of those things that, like, you're like, yeah, like, mm. <laughs> and then some people will be like, oh, this thing scares me. Let's just go and watch Netflix. So it's, like, you have to live it. You right. have to live the, the cliche. You have, your life has to be a walking cliche. <laughs> That's what we're trying to get to here. Um, hey, really appreciate you coming on. Sure. What, where can they find? Me. What kind of socials do you want to shout out? Yeah, uh, un, at underscore at wait at restart 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 restart. Anyways, my Instagram is underscore kai underscore photography. Uh, you'll probably put that. Yeah, it'll be there. linked for for like the YouTube side of this. It'll be linked in the description. So sure. you can just go in the description. But for the people listening audio, um, underscore Kai underscore photography. Yeah, and then just Kai Hayakawa on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Do you want to shout out your Twitter or anything like that? No, no, you don't. Use whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. Hey, appreciate it, for guys. Sure. Go check them out, and then tune in next week. I think next week it'll be. Either my business, my old business partner, Cray, or my buddy, Sebastian. Actually, it'll be my buddy, Sebastian. He's a huge e-com guy. So thank you guys so much for listening in. And uh, oh, make sure to rate this podcast. Apparently, that's something that really helps. I can't tell you what to rate it, but <laughs> give it the amount of stars that you think, think it deserves. I hope somebody rates it a one star. Just like, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can do that. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I feel like you're not really, you, you're not truly a podcaster until you get one person who's just like, one star. <laughs> This sucked. That's but when you know you've made it. When you get haters, that's when you know you've made it. That's very true, actually. When people will take the time out of their day to dislike your video and tell you you suck. You've <laughs> officially made it. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, subscribe to the podcast, too. Apparently that helps whether you're on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, appreciate you listening, and see you next week. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>